Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. Welcome to Tuesday, July 20th. Man, was yesterday a day. Biggest drops we've seen, in, I think, since October of last year. We'll talk about that and more when, we'll join, when Dave joins us here in just a minute. But before we do, I got to tell you, with all the volatility that we're seeing out there, now more than ever, it is important to understand and know how much risk you have in your current portfolio. And it can be devastating if you don't know and your portfolio doesn't really line up with your risk. Give us a call and let's walk through our financial x-ray, 863-382-0037. And with that, we've got Dave coming up next. Time to check and see whether or not bloodletting on Wall Street from yesterday is going to continue today. Boy, a whole lot of us took a bath yesterday. Let's go downtown to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler's standing by. You feel any cleaner this morning, Philip? <laughs> oh, man, was it a bath? And we managed to climb out just a little bit before closing. So uh, the closing, not as bad as the whole day looked. Yeah, really. It was one of those days in which, oh, my Lord. I mean, you know, the Dow was down 726 points yesterday, but at one point, it was down over 900 points on the swing during the day. I mean, I don't care how starry-eyed you are, you got to say that was a really, really crappy day, wasn't it? Yeah, down over 2%. That was quite the drop. And then next in line, the S&P 500, I mean, it was down almost 1.6% yesterday. Yep, and NASDAQ wasn't a whole lot better. It was actually the winner of the three. It was down a full percent, down 152. And most of it is still being racked up to the concerns over the uh, Delta variation of the coronavirus. And uh, there's survey out basically what conditions would you have for the uh, virus, uh, virus-reluctant people out there? What conditions would have to exist for you to be willing to take the virus? And Basically, a working majority of them said no way in heck to virtually any change in conditions. So this looks like it might be a storm we're going to have to weather for a while, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, the Delta variant seems to be the issue right now. I mean, I think I saw a little blurb uh, somewhere that there was like 70-something folks involved in the Olympics that have come down with COVID over there. So... uh, you know, it's we're, we're not going to be done with this for a long, long time. It's just going to learn to to live with it and, and be, you know, just raise your cautious level up a little bit. And it's going to be it. And I hate to say it, but it might be, you know, we're eventually we're going to get back to the point where even in states that uh, resisted any mask mandates or anything for the entire for the entire run of the pandemic, uh, we're going to start getting advisories suggesting masks again. And none of that none of that stuff is pleasant for anybody. And getting back to what we're supposed to be talking about today, the financial markets, all of those things are upsetting us all get out to virtually any size company because it's not good for anybody when the threat of us having to restrict our movements happens. No, it really isn't. And, and let's just you know, remember one thing for sure is it's still a free country. And so, uh, you know, we have to work within those parameters. We, we can't stifle people's freedom. Uh, but so we have to learn that, that, hey, people are going to do what people are going to do. And, uh, and, and those that are vaccinated, you know, uh, God bless them. And, and they, their beliefs are one way. And those that aren't vaccinated, their beliefs are a different way. And, hey, we've got to learn to survive together. Absolutely. That that was kind of the, uh, hey, give peace a chance attitude that I was throwing through the pandemic while folks were uh, getting into dang near fist fights over it. Just doggone it all. Let's just respect each other and uh, 
I think all of us can probably agree. Let's uh, give a couple of extra feet worth of distance in order to at least provide the uh, provide a little bit of protection, because even those of us that are vaccinated, I learned the hard way after I got, quote, unquote, fully vaccinated. I'm still capable of carrying the bug. I saw the temperature go up and then go down again as the uh, as the vaccine took its effect. So, yeah, I was fine. But that indicates I had a snoot full of the stuff for a little while. So just being careful for the moment is really the best advice any of us can give. Uh, absolutely. You know, and so, hey, so yesterday was obviously part of the deal, right? We continue to see um, uh, those things weighing in on the markets. Friday was a bad day. Monday was a worse day. You know, Dave, those were the two days you were back, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to take the hit for that, but I'm starting to feel a little snake bit. <laughs> well, let's start the morning out with the stuff that might affect us today to the positive or negative side. We got some government data dump numbers. One was a surprise to the positive, one to the negative. Housing starts rose 6% last month, beat the expectation by uh, a couple of hundred thousand. Uh, 1.64 million new uh, housing starts in the uh, in the nation. That's good news from last month, but then we start looking to the future, and the number of building permits underperformed by about the same amount, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. You know, we saw housing starts um, barely 1.6, actually just a tad under 1.6 million, um, and so that was definitely a, a, a miss. And you're right, building permits, which is looking kind of ahead, um, they, they were, I'm sorry, housing starts were ahead. Permits were down. So, so that really means that looking ahead, um, you know, there's not as much stuff coming out of the ground. And that, uh, that could be a slight indication. I mean, obviously, that's just one data point you and I talk about, but, but it, is, uh, it is a predictive data point that says, hey, you know, there's not as many people getting ready to, to, to start construction. And I kind of wonder with the building permits, this is the, this is the number from last month. And the one thing you and I were talking about, doggone, all month long during the month of June was, oh, my gosh, the price of lumber. Oh, my God, the price of housing. And, oh, my gosh, the uh, light, uh, slight uptick in interest rates, uh, all of this putting it together. We kind of expected a little bit of a uh, pall on the market uh, as far as future plans are concerned. Might have paid that price in the building permit number from June. It could have, and then maybe it'll pick back up in July because I know that I saw and read an article that uh, lumber prices actually for the month of June were down 40%. So uh, that was some good news to the construction industry. Yeah, I was going to say a couple of my friends in construction told me that things suddenly started getting a little bit more affordable toward the end of June. So kind of leading into that as being an indicator that maybe, just maybe we can take the building permit disappointment this month as being just a data point and nothing more and see our optimism out of the housing starts. That would be good, and we'll have to take a look at that next month. Yeah, wouldn't mind the least. Other things just in the world of finances, uh, Jeff Bezos goes to space today, and 186,000 people on Twitter said, leave him there. (laughs) (laughs) Amazon is the company we got a love-hate relationship with this this country. Everybody seems to use it, but nobody admits they like it. Uh, the other thing that I found kind of interesting, one of the columnists, and this might actually impact something, if you talk about two rich billionaires with big egos, Jeff Bezos and uh, Elon Musk probably are the poster children for it. One of my columnists said, watch Elon Musk today because he can't stand to be out of the limelight that, that long. 
he'll announce something or do something in order to grab some headlines from Bezos while he's in state, while he's in space. <laughs> and and Bezos, he won't be able to say anything, will he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least he can't cuss on the interstellar radio. But it, I just found those two little sidebars interesting. couple of companies reporting that we might have heard of this morning, I gather. We do. We've got uh, actually, I'd say, a handful this morning. Uh, let's start out with Travelers. Travelers, the insurance company, had a really good quarter. Um, they uh, they beat by over a dollar a share. I came in at like $3.45 compared to $2.39 expected. Uh, revenue top forecast as well. They're benefiting from higher premiums, uh, improved investment returns. Obviously, insurance companies have investments. They appreciate this too. Um, and, and then lower catastrophic losses. So that was, you know, they kind of won on all three fronts uh, today. Now, they're not getting a big help today, but they're up about two-tenths of a percent this morning before we get going. Um, the, uh, the next one we have is deals with the oil services industry, and that's Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they didn't beat by much. Uh, they, they beat by three cents a share, came in at 26 cents. Um, that's the second straight quarter of profits uh, for Halliburton. So that's good for them. Uh, they're seeing a rebound in, uh, in oil prices, which means folks are out there trying to get it. And that's what Halliburton does, helps oil industry uh, get the oil out of the ground. Uh, they're up 3.3% this morning. Well, that's okay. I kind of expected a bigger beat from Halliburton, given the way the oil prices went up over the last quarter. I figured that meant a lot more business for them. I mean, a beat's a beat, but I expected something bigger out of them. (laughs) Hey, they like the beat. It's, uh, it's, uh, hey, three cents is three cents, and uh, the stock price is liking it. So um, you can't complain about the stock increase. The the next one I have is IBM, you know, good old blue. Uh, they, uh, again, they beat by four cents a share, came in like $2.33. You know, the revenue beat as well. They're getting help from uh, their cloud and uh, computing and software business. Uh, their shares jumped earlier this morning, about three and a half percent. Let's see where they are now. Uh, it's gone down just a little bit. They're up about 2.9% right now uh, before we get started. Someday the, uh, we may be hearing about a book about the turnaround of IBM. Yeah, really. I mean, because they've done a good job, really, from being the old, uh, you know, um, smokestack type uh, technology company to to kind of reinventing themselves and, and done a pretty good job at it. Exactly. The uh, I've got uh, PPG Industry, which is the um, paint company. They uh, they're the ones that do a lot of the automotive painting type stuff. Um, they uh, they had a little bit of a miss. Uh, they fell short. They uh, came in $1.94 compared to the $2.19 that was expected. Um, revenue was slightly above Wall Street forecast. And then, and then kind of the, the other whammy for them is they warned that their supply chain costs are going up. Their input costs are going up. So that's not good news uh, for them. Uh, they're trading down about six and a half percent this morning. That's over ten dollars a share right now. Uh, in I, was, down. I was going to say they're a pretty high priced stock. So when you start getting five, six percent, that's a lot of dollars lost. Yeah, it, it really is. It's uh, and then we'll close out the day with J.B. Hunt Transportation, um, the trucking company. Uh, they call themselves a logistic company now. Uh, they uh, they beat by four cents a share. Came in at dollar sixty one. Revenue also came in ahead of expectations. They saw strong 
freight demand, which you and I would agree is probably going to continue for some time now as we try to get things back in stores. Um, and so they, uh, they, uh, they had done well. They actually haven't had a trade yet today. And they closed down yesterday by 3.2%. Um, you you kind of expected down yesterday, but there are no trade yet today. So we don't know what they'll open up at. All right. Yeah, transportation, just given the number of semi-trucks I saw on the road on the drive north over the last three weeks. I mean, I've been driving for 50 years. I have never seen this many trucks on the road at the same time in my life. So I figure a trucking company probably has to be doing relatively well. Looking at the uh, setting the table again this morning, yesterday, as we said, bloodbath. The Dow was down by over 2%. The winner of the three, only down 1%, was NASDAQ, which gives you an idea of just how bad it was. We are recovering a little this morning. Anyway, Philip, 45 minutes early. How are we doing? Well, it is uh, it is heading up. It is green from the close. However, I will just say this, that um, the, the indexes have slid from the highs that I saw earlier this morning. The Dow right now is up a little over four-tenths of a percent. That's $144. Just to kind of give you an indication, when I start search, first started following it this morning, it was up like $208. So um, so it is falling a little bit. The S&P 500, same thing. It's uh, at, up four-tenths of a percent, uh, but still off of, from its high earlier this morning. NASDAQ's up about four-tenths also. Um, so so not, not huge increases, but at least it will be green at the open, at least the way it looks right now. The commodities front, silver up minimally, up a, a little over a tenth of a percent. Gold's up a little over eight tenths of a percent. Crude oil, man, I got to tell you, Dave, we have seen a major slide in oil prices over the last two days. We still have crude oil heading down this morning by about two tenths of a percent at $66.22 a barrel right now. What do you think about 65? I wouldn't complain. <laughs> Take that any day of the week. Overseas markets kind of responded to us on the Asian rim. They were all off this morning at the close. Europe is kind of looking at our futures and saying, well, maybe they got their act together. They're all trading upward fractionally, but at least upward, about the same kind of percentage as we're at. Philip, money is uh, has no conscience, and it also has absolutely nothing to do some days with what's actually happening economically. That makes it really weird as you get close to retirement. It takes an extra pair of eyes to make sure my retirement works. How do I find you to make that happen? That's right. You got to be paying attention to geopolitical environment. You got to be paying attention to different black swans that could come up. There's a lot of things out there, and we're seeing a lot more volatility as those markets are coming off their all-time highs. And that's why it's so important for folks to know how much risk they have in their current portfolio Call us and let's schedule your financial x-ray, 863-382-0037 to determine how much risk is sitting there. Check out our, our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. And back here again tomorrow morning about the same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Appreciate you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, folks, again, I, I want to thank you guys for joining us. I hope that your week is off to a great start. Join us again tomorrow morning. If not, 
pull us up, listen to us on the uh, Facebook, give us a call, 863-382-0037. Have a great day. I look forward to talking to you guys again tomorrow. Bye now.